0: You haven't, you haven't handled it poorly yet. Not, well, not, not so poorly. Not so poorly. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, he handled it very well. Yeah. Um, jigs up. And let's. Will you keep GarageBand up so you can check it once in a while? Yeah. Actually, it works better if I put it down because it will start popping. In Got it. Don't. Don't ask me. I just me hate this. when we lose content. Don't. Okay. I just hate you when we make, lose you lose content. Yeah. Yeah. Make it my fault. I'm just saying we. I said we. You make you make it my fault. Our daughter down in the pool. <laughs> Give me a favor, you keep, keep your eye on our little girl yeah, so, okay. that, so that we know if she's trying. your idea to build a
1: pool, I said it was
0: dangerous. <laughs> ah, welcome back. We're in the same room, we're back. I've left our Steamboat affiliate abandoned in, you guessed it, Steamboat. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. Um, I spent two and a half months studying crepe mastery in an isolation chamber surrounded by rattlesnakes, um, and while I became very good at making crepes... The long-distance pod relationship took a toll on my heart and my body. I'm just
1: someone who is not good at long-distance in general. I'm very demanding. I need a lot of positive reinforcement and communication. And it was hard. It, it was hard. hard
0: on me. It was hard. That being said, I was surrounded by, by great people. Um, I want to give a big shout-out to the Steamboat Rugby Team, Mountain League Championships 2018, bringing the trophy back to the boat. Fuck Fuck Vale.
1: I'll also shout out the Steamboat Rugby team, because Keegan came back a lot less hurt than I expected.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're great people. Yeah, they know? took care of them. Thanks, they, they, thanks, they, you they guys. They took great care of me. Um, it's good to be back. It's they good have, to have you We have a back. special place in my heart. We've got, you know... And the most important thing is, they listen to the pod. That which, means... Which means that they can stay.
1: Welcome to the family. Welcome to the New York yeah. family. Good to
0: be Steamboat. back. Sad to be so far away from Ogallala, Nebraska. No idea how many miles we are. It's way over 271. It's too many. I drove 34 hours to record this podcast... We're entering a new season of it. We're trying to make this thing better. We're going to be bringing in some new stuff, some new topics, some new vibes. Some new voices. Some new voices. We're, we're really going to try to mix it up a little bit and, and kind of give you a taste of some other voices in our lives and just make this about not just the news. It's, make it about
1: you. We want it to be about you. We want it to be about the news. You consume the news. We consume the way our lives go because we know you're interested in that. And then maybe you'll learn something along the way about yourself. We hope so. Yeah.
0: We hope so. Yeah. And you owe us. Nothing changes like that. No, no.
1: The general the general tone is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah fuck you guys. We're going to talk. You're going to listen. You're going to fucking you're listen. You're going to thank
0: us. So everyone, everyone shut the fuck up. Please. It's time for the big boys to speak. We're bringing you our In My Brain of uh, last week. Uh, we came to some really stunning conclusions last week, but first yeah. we got to wade through this garbage. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the first of many garbage clips of the week, right? Yep. This is uh, our first official segment, Garbage Clip of the Week. Skew it up.
1: And the other is Hidalgo's Stallion of the Cimarron.
0: <laughs> Those are two different movies. You, two different movies. I
1: thought you said there were two great horse racing movies.
0: Yeah, there are two great horse racing movies. But Hidalgo, that's one movie. But then the other one is the animated movie. Fair. Right? The
1: animated horse racing
0: What's? Movie. No, no, that's, not a, that's just a movie about a horse.
1: Fair. Wait, what are you talking
0: about? I'm talking about the horse racing movie.
1: So yeah, basically
0: based off that... What did we decide? We decided that all jockeys <laughs> look like Tobey Maguire.
1: And I clearly was fixated on the fact that all Tobey Maguires
0: look like Topher Grace. Everyone, we, everyone fucking listen up. That may be true. A may equal B and B may equal C. But... In this case. In this case. All jockeys may look like Tobey Maguire. They do not all look like Topher Grace. Do not. That is not our statement. That is not our statement.
1: Official pod math equation.
0: Official first official pod math equation and maybe last, only and last yeah, yeah. maybe only <laughs> fingers crossed last we're not math guys um uh, you know uh, we spent a lot of time this summer uh we, the whole reason we did the pod was to was to not only keep it going and keep learning but but most importantly to kind of figure out what we were doing wrong what we could do better what made it what it was in the first place so we learned some important lessons about podcasting but we also learned uh, some important lessons about. About Us. ourselves. Yeah, about I would say means- the, the most important lesson in podcasting, never leave a hot pod In the in the car. In a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never leave a hot pod in the in the in, in a the hot car. car. I, that was terrible. It's that's true. We'll never forget that. But what do we learn about ourselves? What did you learn about yourself? Quick, quick side note, someone just invented something that's gonna prevent hot car deaths. I didn't I bro I was too a window sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was very <laughs> sensitive. Oh thank you, inventor. <laughs> Sorry, what what is it? I couldn't bear myself to look, but I just saw hot car deaths shouldn't happen, and I was like, this is too close to home for me. Yeah. But you could have Disag- saved Disagree. My... Disagree. I won't Disagree. read that story. <laughs> so what I learned about myself other than do not leave hot podcasts and hot cars, um, one, I'm a crepe master. Uh, I don't know why the ladies love it, but they do. It's all on the wrist. Uh, if you're looking for someone to dish out thin, thin, wafer-thin pancakes. When what, what are you going to make them for us? Well, you, if you buy me crepe, that's a thing. That's the problem. Oh, so making we have to buy yeah, you. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like espresso. It, my specialties are very... My specialties are for the elite. <laughs> you know what they say. It's like espresso. <laughs> <laughs> my specialties are not for, for just some poor schmuck who wants me to whip up a fried egg. Okay? You better... You have to have the materials for me. You have to have the crepe batter. You have to have the crepe iron. Most importantly, you have to have the, the crepe... Uh, you have to have a, a good ladle, which I mean, most kitchens have. Except you, you, but ours does not. does not. Ours does not. So never take anything for granted, but you need the crepe, uh, the crepe wand, the crepe wand. That's what it's called. Um, so I will make what you is a crepe, crepe wand. A crepe wand is the tool you use to spin the crepe dough. You, it's all in the, it's Nick. If you, buy I mean, if you, if get you me those If you could see things, my face right now, you'd see it's how. artistry. Yeah. You'd be really impressed. And I say same thing about espresso. Oh, you'll love my latte art. You just have to have an espresso machine and you have to be able to steam milk. Maybe there's a business venture for you in here there is crepes and lattes there is my, my skills aren't for poor people they're yes. not oh, well, yeah. well they might be they maybe might you be.
1: bring crepes and latte to the poor people
0: no one take that idea yeah. no, Again, one, that's no an one, one take pod that idea, idea. And, then, and then they would literally owe us or you teach crepes and latte art to the less privileged yeah, I, I am actively becoming the worst person in the world it's like has a yeah. mustache does podcasting and blogging in Brooklyn is teaches teaching, latte <laughs> art to the teaching. underprivileged <laughs> in Brooklyn is white <laughs> Yeah, that's probably the worst. That's like the most, oh God, that's awful. So on the note of learning things about myself, one is I'm a crate master and a terrible person. And two, um, I think this isn't so much a lesson as an observation. I spent two months in Colorado basically on the verge of pooping my pants. I just didn't, I I didn't shit solidly for two months. I thought it was the altitude for, I don't know, I thought it was the altitude for a while. It was in my last two weeks and I like ran out of practice to go to the bathroom and I came back. And I was like, yeah, it was a close one. And one of the guys on the team was like, you've just said that every week. Every week. Like, have you just been shitting yourself every week? And yes, the answer to that was yes. And just pissing out of your ass? Yeah, it was that. And my first... Were uh, you eating bad? No, I not so bad that I was... You look trim. Maybe that was it. Maybe I gave myself a worm. Hopefully. Maybe I've rat... Oh, why I've rat lungworm? That explains it. It must be rat that, lungworm. That explains it. It's rat lungworm. <laughs> Silly me. Silly me. But yeah, I look great. You, yeah, know, you do it I, I look very true. So that's what it takes, you know, work out, eat right, or are going to tape one. yeah, or
1: you're going to tape or shit hit <laughs> that <your> ass.
0: <laughs> you shit yourself all the entire entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, I had, a, I had a very close call that some would just say was a call. Um, my one of my it was my first night in my place in Steamboat. Um, the I was very fortunate in that the rugby team I was with was paying for my rent. Um, so I was living there for free, so I was not in any position and I am not in any position to complain about my, my living accommodations. But the place I lived, uh just just call it like it is, had three windows throughout the place. One was out oh, on a porch. Is, that by is the not couch, that is not enough windows. And then one was out on a very scary bird's nest. It's great to hear the sirens again, by the way. You're it's back. Just, it's good to know that one there's crime, and two, someone's stopping it. <laughs> um, so, and that's why we always thank police officers when we right. see them. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Um, so we had not many windows. There was no window in my room. It was very stuffy. Uh, it also means it's very dark. Um, I think at that point, no one else was even living there, so I had my... Yes, that's the way we, I had my door open, but there was still no light. Um, that is terrifying. Also, you can sleep with the door open. Yeah, I can. I can't do it. I can. I don't know. I don't know where that. Everyone, you guys are in here. I slip the door. When you guys are here, sometimes I slip the door open.
1: I guess that's true. I like.
0: Yeah, I like. Yeah. I like the idea that anyone come, can come in at any time and, and just just scare just the shit th- out. Yeah, scare <laughs> you. Just Why have me. I not been doing <laughs> that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry, sorry to keep interrupting. Your no, story. It's, yeah, please stop. Uh, basically, I woke up in the night and I really. I think it was maybe I had just gotten there and drank a lot. I don't know. I was on the verge of shitting my pants. Whatever <laughs> the reason for the rest of the trip was, it could have been for this. And I could not. I was so unfamiliar with the room, and it was so dark. I could not find my way out of the room. Like I opened my eyes, (laughs) (laughs) I opened my eyes, and I had this moment of being like, "Oh, this is really funny." My eyes are adjusting to the dark. This is what it would feel like if I were blind. And then, very five seconds later, it was like being blind isn't going to be fun. I put my hand right in front of my face, and I was like, "All right, when am I going to see it?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't. I couldn't see my hand." So then I'm touching my eyes. And Did you think you out. went blind? I thought I was blind. I thought I was blind. It was so dark. And I also really had to poop. And so I'm running around this room, just running into wall after raw. I haven't unpacked yet, so I'm tripping over bags. I'm hitting, I'm stubbing toes everywhere. And I somehow find my way into this bathroom after 45 seconds to a minute of just banging into walls. banging into walls. How big was the room? It was not that big. But I mean, it was just it, too dark. It was too dark. You know, it was like bed probably two or three feet wall. And then I had a, you know, a, a three by five. I don't know how these dimensions work. That, so. is, that is pure darkness. <laughs> it's pure darkness. I had no idea. that I had a huge closet. I was probably in the closet at some point. But basically I made it into the bathroom um, and just like made it onto the toilet just in time. <laughs> and, then, and then in hindsight realized that I had just shit on the floor. Like I had just shit on the floor... And it'd been so dark, I couldn't tell. Of the bathroom, of the bathroom.
1: <laughs> permission to ask some probing questions. Sure, of course. So you thought
0: you were on the toilet, but you couldn't feel a toilet. I was no, I for sure was on the toilet. Oh, okay, so but you were I think on, on my way, way, I think on my way down, I something something happened. Okay, so some got in the toilet. I didn't. I wasn't like thought I was in the toilet. I was sitting on the floor or like the side the tub or something. No, no, it was I was on you the toilet. You would know. I would have known. Yeah, but but somewhere along the way, a man got left behind, and I was. And I've never done that. I Can just, I keep asking, yeah, grocer? Of course. Yeah, yeah. At this
1: point, were you pissing out of your ass, just or were right, just, you just, just logging so it right onto just the floor? So, logging <laughs> it, just so I say, I
0: cannot wait to get to our romance section. <laughs>
1: yeah. This is the perfect.
0: Hey, baby girl,
1: I got this podcast I want you to listen to. Oh
0: yeah, I'm in pod. Which in already, radio. which already gets you fucked. <laughs> yeah, in New York, it's terrible. Yeah, no, yeah, everyone's yeah. got and a when podcast. And you say the steamboat, and they listen, and they're like, "Oh my god, this guy shits his pants all the time." <laughs> yeah, exactly. They they know you for who you really are. Yeah. How did you clean that night up? Oh, yeah. You know me. I couldn't... Yeah, I know you. You you always clean up (laughs) It's a very strange mix of has a lot of pride, but also shits shits himself all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so clean it up. Uh, It was not fun. That's awful. It was awful. You'd be surprised to know
1: that, and I'm going to call back a section for me, which is my rational fear, not only of the week, not only of the month, my rational fear of my entire life is shitting my pants. I've never done it. I never did it when I was a kid. You call my mom and be incredible. like, Did Nick ever shit his pants? I'm sure she'd be like, I don't know, probably not. And if I even feel a drop of sweat, I'm convinced I shit myself. Nick, and I ask people, I ask people at the office, I'm like, Did I shit myself?
0: Nick would swell up to, to 10 pounds his size as an infant, and they couldn't figure out what it was, and they put him in the tub, and he just shit, just just shit everywhere, just everyone. He'd swim everywhere around in, in it
1: like the shit baby that I am. <laughs> I'm a little shit baby. I never knew this. Yeah, I never That's knew That's what me because this is not, it's not like a recent thing. No. Like if I feel, if I have swamp ass, I usually am like, there was a moment in my night where I go to the bathroom and I check. I'm like, oh, maybe I shit my pants. I feel
0: bad because I bring up shitting my pants with you so often because it it I one have done it more than anyone else, at least that I know has admitted. You would think that would make me feel better about it. I would think it would really trigger you. Of you be like, oh god, oh god, oh my god, sh- this guy should. Well, I pants. guess when
1: you do it, it doesn't seem so bad. Like in, yeah. in in the experience, I was with you the time before this time when you shit your pants. Yeah,
0: oh, that's that's crazy. I guess
1: things were bad for so many other reasons. Yeah. That. You shitting your pants like wasn't like it's not like shit was pouring down your leg. Right. It was like you just kind of got some poopy in your pants. Right. Right. Which at the time didn't seem so bad, but it also wasn't me. So I'm still yeah. I'm deathly
0: afraid of it. Maybe I've channeled all of your. Maybe you gave me all of your. Like, yeah. Your shit. Your shit. Pantsing.
1: It just means it's gonna happen at like hey, this is exa- my fear just. Yeah. Bubbling up on itself because just, just it's gonna happen at a terrible time. I'm gonna shit my pants like
0: yeah. I'll be there for you on a plane. and I'll, and you're gonna have the most experienced advisor with you of all time. What do you
1: do if you shit your pants on a plane?
0: You fucking. You, don't you, f- pants. you Find the person in front of you who's. You first excuse yourself to the bathroom.
1: Clean up. You Clean up. You bring your. You bring How do you a, even clean up? Just toilet you bring, paper. You
0: bring a toilet. You bring a plastic bag, in your in your pocket. You always bring a plastic bag in the pocket. Do you? Well, I mean, like you probably would. You'd have snacks or something. Or if you'd I was have, feeling yeah, shitty. Yeah, yeah. You you go in the you go in the bathroom. Yeah. You clean up. Yeah. You use the faucet. You use some faucet and some toilet paper. You take that plastic bag you go to the biggest ass on the plane probably the person in front of you is put their seat back and you just you slip it under your seat under their feet but you're not
1: wearing pants then anymore
0: oh dude you I mean if it's in your pants you just gotta wear your pants your underwear goes underwear goes underwear goes but you underwear wear is your pants. you don't and it's just a pride thing like soap will get anything out yeah. You, you don't keep underwear that you, that you shit in. All
1: right, well these are things that I never yeah. knew and I'm <laughs> and learning now. And
0: Just for the listener, this is not something that has just come up as a part of this pod. When I first moved to New York and I had a broken ankle, I mean the number of times I told you, I worked at a coffee shop probably half an hour away from where we live. Yeah, And a good walk. Yeah, a good walk. And my debate, I drank you know, six cups of coffee a day when I first started working there. <laughs> oh my because it was god. And I would be <laughs> walking back and I would always want to go to the gym but then I'd realize about halfway back that I was gonna shit my pants. And I would then would decide it was a little bit shorter to go home. I'd go home. I was coming off a broken ankle, so I couldn't run. I could not run. God, so that I was such to, a brutal time. I had just I had to speed. I had to like walk as quickly as speed crunch as, as the metal bolts and bar in my ankle would allow me to. And I would. I had never, never shoot my pants. And that says a lot. <laughs> this says a lot about <laughs> the fact that went, you know four months of speed walking through three New miles York, miles through New York, after six cups of coffee, I shoot my pants, and then it just took one you know, one night thinking I was blind in Colorado, and suddenly, I will say, when you think you're blind, shitting your pants doesn't seem as big of a deal. I guess that's true. You're right. like, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life, basically. <laughs> like, How else am I going to get yeah, that like, Exactly. It's going to take a lot of shitting my pants. Well, let's move on. Yeah, that was Just, a good segment yeah, on pooping. I, I, think, I think so as well. We're learning a lot about ourselves, and now you're learning a lot about me.
1: <laughs> and a little about me. And a
0: little about Nick, too. Yeah, and I'm so happy we got, it's so funny, we're the yin and yang of pooping. Yeah, and if we can learn something new about each other on the pod, then it's already a successful pod. It's already a successful pod. Fuck you guys. Because we've known each other for many years. Yeah. We're moving into our first official story of the week, and good God, I could not have asked for something better than this to come back to. Wrote about it in (mwah) the blog a little bit. I I spent all summer not doing as much writing, uh, not doing as much podcasting. We're obviously coming back to it full speed. But I I had a worry in the back of my head of, like, you've missed so many news stories. You've missed so many good news stories. You've missed so much content potential. And then you come back and you come back to your first day of writing and a story like this pops up and thank you, blog guy. It's a good omen. It's a good omen. It's a good omen. Basically, watch out France. We've got French swimmers being terrorized by a horny dolphin named mm-hmm. Zafar. And you just couldn't ask for a better welcome back gift.
1: First first in my like, yes, I mean that's one of the greatest headlines we've had yet on the pod in thirty one episodes time. Of, all of all time. time. The name is perfect. Zafar, Zafar, the horny dolphin. Zafar, the horny dolphin. I love it. The name of my firstborn. It's so yes. <laughs> this is my son, Zafar, the horny dolphin. It's where he comes up and humps your leg. There's
0: just this dolphin swimming around, and people aren't allowed within forty meters of it because it is just rubbing itself on. It just, it's Zafar like it, needs to come.
1: Zafar needs to come. Zafar is he's he's a young man dolphin and he's full of cum. Much like a teenager. You
0: Much like need, a teenager. Very needs, dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. Dolphins
1: are strong as hell. Dolphins are strong as hell. And generally horny as hell. Dolphins like also rape each other.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, they yeah. gang up on
1: each other and like rape I each other. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins
0: and ducks are are two of the the sexually not so not so good. It's not right. only that that ducks have corkscrew penises. It's also I think they're they're fairly sexually aggressive. Yeah. Um
1: I also in, in the blog that I that you wrote that I read the, the addition that you that you added which was so nice to me was how scary the leathery factor of,
0: of the dolphin oh, is like, yeah, yeah. you
1: can really imagine what that feels like trying to have sex with you
0: yeah it, it's not a good feeling no because like, you like when a dog is really turned on by you and then you got the red rocket you kind God of just, like my, push you, it away you're like, yeah, you're like fuck I wish that I didn't I remember the, the first time I saw that red rocket is so that. gross red rocket is gross as fuck it is really fucking uh, gross oh, it's just gross even thinking about yeah. it yeah my, uh, my high school high school girlfriend had a dog that uh, would often show us the Red Rocket. The Red Rocket. And it was uh, a very sweet dog, but it was not a, not a sweet thing it was doing. Yeah. So just and, and dolphins are way worse. Dolphins are way about, worse. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, man, the Red Rocket's bad, but an underwater, like, leathery, slippery thing. Uh, the slipperiness. Thing and huge. Yeah. And, like, and powerful. And powerful. And also the
1: idea of being in the water. It's like why we're so afraid of sharks, right? Like, I'm more afraid, and maybe you would disagree with this, but I am more afraid of sharks than I am a bear
0: for sure it's under you can't see it you can't, you see, can't it. see it
1: you're in water you're fucking helpless the yeah. bear it's like all right maybe i have a shot i could hide right. i could climb a tree right. i could run right In the water it's like this dolphin is going right. like, to fuck me and it just it just and literally fuck me
0: it literally fucked me it yeah. just adds to the fears of like i could get shark attacked or i could get i could get dolphin fucked i could give a give a dolphin and OTPHJ, yeah, which stands for a, <laughs> a fantastic OTPHJ reference. Thank Here you. you. Are. You're welcome.
1: The first thing this story made me think of was a story that came out. It's actually old. I think it's even from the '70s, but then came back around when The yeah. Shape of Water came out. That there is a guy whose name I'm trying to find. Um, his name is Malcolm J. Benner. Ah. He wrote an autobiographical Malcolm. novel in 2010 called Wet Goddess about his experience with an animal. Jesus Christ. In the '70s, he as a college sophomore, claimed he had a sexual and romantic relationship with the dolphin. And when people asked him, like, what is the relationship built on? He'd be like, oh, the Dolly, this this dolphin, courted me by rubbing its genitals all over me. And here's a quote of what he said. I just want to say this. And if I tried to push her away, she would get very angry with me. One time, when she wanted to masturbate on my foot and I wouldn't let her, she threw herself on top of me and pushed me down to the 12-foot bottom of the pool. Brings the whole Zafar story a little more frightening, if you ask me. Oh, for sure. The journalist describes himself as a zoophile, not a bestialist, because he's someone who has tender or caring emotions for their animal partner, and not just interested in sex. That said, they did have sex, and he describes it as, me vertical, her horizontal. The, part, the reason the story came back <laughs> so, out... Jesus Christ. Yes, oh, Jesus Christ, God. right? And it's called Wet Goddess? It's called Wet Goddess is the book, but it's a novel based on his real right. experience. Right. Oh, I mean, just, it's just, that's... The Malcolm. The best part of the story is that they brought him back to review the shape of water last year. Yeah.
0: And he said it was unrealistic. I mean, shame on them, first of all. I'm I'm all for calling out production companies on on losing integrity and presenting something that's not the way it is. That being said, Malcolm, if you love animals so much, you know what I would have done? Probably would have given the female dolphin a male dolphin to fuck.
1: Yeah, probably better. Maybe probably better. Dolphin would have enjoyed it. Probably, probably, probably more. Or probably at more. least it would have been biologically. Probably more. I mean, also, how sound. do we know?
0: How do we know that this wasn't as a farce Could have been. How do we know that Dolly? Like, I don't know. I just don't know anything about dolphins. Yeah. I mean, this know? is enough to think that maybe our journalist friend here need, needed help. Yeah. That said, dolphins are very sexual creatures. Dolphins are very. Se- I mean, that's that's become clear from that story. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't shape- know why I shared that. The two things I get from that story are dolphins are very sexual creatures and also the sex scenes in shape of water were not realistic that yeah. is not how you would have sex with the sea monster no which is what i like most the vertical about, which is what he's like, horizontal yeah, yeah it's all fucked up they didn't show enough I and mean, that was my big complaint about the movie that's why i didn't think i should have won an oscar is like if you're gonna go all in you go all in right
1: they, they alluded to the to the monster penis but i want to see the monster penis. And i'll
0: remind you i saw shape of water in a theater full of children so
1: i can't believe that
0: yes neither can i yeah. they're gonna be so fucked up those yeah. kids are so fucked.
1: They're probably going to go try sex with dolphins.
0: Yeah, Malcolm,
1: you're going to have a whole crew. <laughs> you know, have a whole crew. I urge well, the listener to look him up because he's a very frightening looking it's Yeah, it's man.
0: your, it's your, it's your uh, what are we, your summer Homework assignment. It's your summer reading, sun, yeah. You have a week, you can read this article. I mean, I just, I, and something about this seems very French to me. I don't know why, of like a horny dolphin that doesn't know its limits. And like, again, I wrote, it might have me <laughs> say more about me. I'm not trying to offend the French there's somebody like a dolphin wearing a little beret with a mustache being like, oh,
1: I'm going to fuck you. Yeah. That, like, oh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to
0: rub my genitals on you. That <laughs> yes, just, I'm going to put my penis in. I guess like are <laughs> sexu- drunk.
1: Sexual harassment is just very French.
0: Yes. I'm comfortable saying that. Yeah. I I'm comfortable no, saying certainly that. Comfortable <laughs> I'm certainly saying that. I think yeah. that's true. Yeah, of course. Um, Courtship was fucked up, guys. All right? Yeah. The, whole, that, that. All the French courts, there was a ton of shit that went on behind the scenes dude. You just don't want to know.
1: I also just love that the mayor evacuated. Like, no one swims anymore because this dolphin tries to Yeah, there's, do- there's still a
0: horny dolphin out there. And it's like, the po- the funny thing is, is, it's like, one, this dolphin needs to jerk off. And the dolphin to that would respond, I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to jerk off. Yeah. But you're not letting me use my boats or my people to help me. Why hasn't the dolphin found, like, a do- another dolphin? I just think it's having trouble finding love. And the funny thing is that there is there's some pushback on this that I didn't put in the blog. There's uh, there's some people that That's are really very upset with the ban because they think that the mayor is demonizing the dolphin, and it's like, well, you're no, gonna throw de- until you throw yourself him. on the line to have sex with that dolphin. Right. It's like unless you let Zafar fuck you, like you shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're not demonizing the dolphin. You're just saying this That's is a, this is a, <laughs> this good <could> policy. <laughs> it's, I don't know. <laughs> the <it's a> dolphin <laughs> that is dangerous when horny. Yeah, it's very dangerous.
1: That's really just like a, a line that slides a lot because like you're really saying that the mayor is demon, not allowing a dolphin to get off on what could be like a human child.
0: Yeah, go present your leg, sir. Yeah. Present your leg. Yeah. yeah. If you're not stepping up. Go put on those pretty red trunks that I know you have. Yeah. The ones with the horizontal stripes. Yeah, The horizontal red stripes. Go out there and show that dolphin that, that bear leg and let it go to town. Let Zafar go to town and save the world. Oh, man. this I did have a, a, a thought on this, which is like, it seems like this is a very easy solution. If you can't find a female dolphin, just like fucking dress up a boat like a dolphin like a dolphin sex doll cannot be that hard to find I'd have one I'm sure I could find one in the pool
1: oh yeah throw it out there and he'll go to town
0: get a you know get a pair of scissors and some Vaseline and just like I don't even know if the dolphin needs it I don't know what a dolphin wants I'm sure the French are very anti-swimming toys oh
1: you're right you know this is this was like very it's not French. refined enough for them Right, so it's like, oh, the dolphin will not come. Like, None oh, of us. Why can't. would,
0: why would we give the dolphin sex when we could just watch it suffer? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh my god,
1: you monsters. Yeah. Baguette, baguette, baguette. So uh, keep zafar French, French, in your French. French.
0: this week. We'll have hopefully we'll have some updates as to whether whether uh, <laughs> he zafar has came. come or not.
1: <laughs> Can dolphins masturbate? I don't know. I think, I think he's, he's, he's trying. I think he is trying. I guess they don't have hands. What is he I think to do? he's trying. I think they think this is what he's doing. How do you master me about hands?
0: I think this is what he's this is doing. What you, all
1: right, I get it. I'm back. I'm, I'm caught up. <laughs> You're caught up, but Keegan. I'm ready to hear your next thing you learned. Second, in second
0: observation, second lesson, and I, I touched on this on my road trip episode to Colorado, and I've touched on it back, and it has. I've had a continual reminder of it. Is that um, my GPS is a quitter, and there's nothing I hate more than a quitter. We've never liked quitters. Never liked quitters. My GPS is a fucking quitter. And I don't, what think, it's, ha- what I don't think it's trying to kill me. I don't think it's trying to kill me. But it's a, it's a quitter. I mean, on my way back, I just had a few times coming back from Colorado where I left Colorado. And when it was, I just kind of wrote it off when I was there. It never knew where I was. You know, it, it always had me miles off of my location. Which I just, is I ridiculous was in, the in the Midwest.
1: Or in Colorado,
0: right? I guess in Colorado. I thought was it, was Yeah, I was like, it might be bouncing off mountains. I didn't I didn't mind. It's like, yeah. it's fine. It's a small enough town. When I started driving back from Colorado, it did a similar thing where I for, I had an eight-hour drive that first day, um, and I basically just had to remember the way because my GPS was so far behind. I had to remember my way out of Colorado, and like once you get on, I mean, it's the way. Let me tell you the way across the country. It's very complicated. You get on the 80 East, and then you just follow that to New York. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that really all you do? Basically, yeah. I mean, there's a couple junctions of, like, where you have to know which way... But it's really not. It is that easy. Did you almost fall asleep a lot? I did not... I mean, yes. I was much more tired coming back because when I had... I had driven out there going coming off a one-night bender. Right. And I drove back here coming off a two-night bender. Right. And that added up. And next time you will do... I'll do three nights. Yeah. And really try to end it once and for all. Yeah. Um No, it was it was more just like it is... The way I like stretching, stretching road trips works much better for going from here to there, you know, like I like doing a big chunk in the first day and then yeah. less and less. And it's just as hard to do a really big chunk of that, the driving out there where it's like Nebraska. Right. And I, I mean, it can take you, it takes you 16 hours to get through Nebraska and Iowa. And it's just very, very, very much the same. And it was overcast, it was beautiful on my way out. It was just on my way back. Shitty on the it was way just, back. It was shitty on the way back. And your GPS was quitting on you. My GPS was quitting on me, and I it only came up a couple times where I was worried coming back where it was, because I all I had to do was be on this one road. Um, I missed a couple turns because of it. It wasn't a big deal. Where it really came up when I was driving from New York to Vermont to drop the car off, and I got my car, and I thought, all right, the GPS has had a couple days off. It's going to be fine. I'll reboot all it perfectly. I need is, like, all I need is make it out of the city. I need it to last for so and so long, and then I basically know the way. Right. It's not that hard. Um and of course I'm on the BQE. Brooklyn, Everyone's Queens. favorite road. Everyone's favorite road at seven thirty in the morning. And I realize that my GPS has quit on me and I have no idea where to go and I'm just lost. And, and I at this moment of and I went on it every different setting and every my mom was like switched to Ways and it's not the problem isn't with the app. The problem is with the GPS. The GPS doesn't know where I am, thinks I'm on different roads, it freezes at all times. And it sucks because now I don't need my GPS because I live in the city and all I need to know is like where I am and it can right. tell me where I am it this just, is on your phone GPS it's on my phone GPS that's very strange it's, the location, it's a fucking quitter
1: it. it's probably because we've made fun of so much you
0: know technology technology yeah, and AI bloggers. yeah curse Elon Musk is in my fucking phone right now he's nothing better dude. he's he, ruining yeah, he's his own life a, yeah he's, he's on a downward. and again something we called yeah oh definitely. definitely we called Elon Musk not quite the man he appears to be we never thought so. We never will think never so again. And so. neither.
1: And more stuff's going to come out. You hear. You listen to me yeah, here. Call, we're calling
0: it right now. More stuff's going to come out.
1: More stuff's coming out about Elon Musk. We've got the inside information. We're not going to tell you what it is. No, and we but probably we know what it we is We probably won't release it. No, obviously but someone not. else will. We're, we're not. Leaking, a,
0: we're leaking it to our other sources. When
1: you see the anonymous source come out, it was yeah. us.
0: And I think that's the the worst part about this is that um, now, like, now that I don't really need my GPS, it's just going to stay on my phone. Right. And so I know, like, I've got a pretty solid, I've got a solid starting five, but like. Four of those guys are really good. And one of those guys, when the going gets tough, is going to quit on me. And it's, that that hurts. It's the reason I hate that. a good team goes down. It's the reason a good team goes down. We're moving to our next story of the week. Um, bees? Just, <laughs> bees! Just as I mentioned that there was no better story to welcome me back to the blog world than a horny dolphin terrorizing France. There's no better story to welcome me back to my favorite concrete bunghole. The one and only Big Apple. Dreams are made up. Where dreams are made up. There's nothing City. you can do than a swarm of bees descending like the plague upon a Times Square hot dog cart and just stopping. Yeah. Just, I mean, this thing is... This is home now. This is home now. I mean, there's so many things about this story. One, it was very funny because it, it was like they cleared the sidewalk. If the sidewalk was clear. Everyone's like looking at these bees. Which and, is so funny. Which is so funny because it's like if... It's a bee. It's it, oh, No. It's a lot of bees yeah. I watched. A lot of bees. <laughs> It's a ton of bees. But it's like if, any, if you're in... And this was in Times Square. If you were in any other part of the city... It's like people are just fucking like people are walking through homeless people waving machetes. Yeah. Like it's there's nothing happening. I biked
1: through I bike through a bunch of flashing police cars today. I? I was like, get this get the shit out of here. Yeah. yeah. Never right.
0: once did I think, oh, maybe they're here for a reason. Right, right. Right. No, no. I mean the shit happens around us and we just move on and the, the choice of being late to work or, or having bee stings is not a choice. Yeah. You know? Um so Times Square is the only place where this stops time. I thought it was very funny that the uh, the New York uh, city police department has a, has a beekeeper which is so funny I had no idea he came in he with, the, bee- with the power he vacuum he came in with the power right? vacuum yeah yeah the power vacuum he was up on the ladder He's, I mean that is just so he funny he waits all year for How this terrible must it be to be the New York city or Pol- really fun maybe
1: is it the New York city or the New York city police department I think beekeeper? it's the New York city
0: police department beekeeper right no it might be the New York city either way department. that means this has happened before yes which brings me to my next point which is that <laughs> this is a triple punch for me Hey because it, like now, I believe every urban legend about New York. Fair, every animal yeah, one. I want to hear you out more. of like alligators in the subway, yeah. right in the, sewers. in the sewers. I was like, fuck, where would they come from? Ninja turtles in the sewers. Ninja turtles. You know, like king rats that, that are just made up of a thousand rats that eat, you know, homeless I, people. I one hundred percent believe about more rat people, kings. rat kings. Yeah, I also All believe that more people. people. And it's like, where would they come from? What, you know, like, there's not enough that adds up to this to give us this conclusion. Well, it's like, where did the fucking bees come from? That many bees swarming in one place in Times Square is ridiculous. It's just like where? I mean, maybe in Central Park, you could say there's enough there's enough plants with with pollen that, that bees can like survive off of. They would all be together. They all be together. Like swarms of bees are not something like that it happens in the Southwest. That it happens. It's just like there are places where bees can survive comfortably which right now is not really anywhere because bees are dying. Bees are dying. Raising awareness where there aren't bee swarms. So you're, I just don't understand how in New York City, a place where you'd, I would think it is very not friendly for bees. Yeah. Because I don't know how long a hornet's nest can go without being reported and cleared out. I don't yeah. know how much any of this shit. I it seems way too hot. Or
1: smacked by any angry mom on the street. Right. Like, Get exactly. the hell out of here.
0: Right. And like, it just doesn't seem like the, like the things that survive here are rats and cockroaches. Yeah. That's what I love about New York City is like, you only get, you get one terrible bug, but that's kind of it. Right. You know, like and that's one kinda, terrible animal. Like, I haven't seen a spider in since not. No, spiders in can't New York City. rats yeah. and so cockroaches.
1: Right. So we, and then we all become rats and cockroaches. And then we
0: they become, right, that's a, that's a circle of life. So that's the thing, is if bees can, if bee swarms can exist here, then there's no reason for me to believe that there aren't alligators, you know, waiting to fucking eat me I'm taking a shit, or mole people that are going to grab me, you know, when I'm passed out on a subway bench.
1: I 100% believe that people do live in the subway, and they're probably very freaky. Yeah, I mean, are they mole people? I don't know, but there's a community down there. I for sure. It. I just there's no way there's not. Guarantee
0: there's it. No way there's not. It there's makes just too much there's sense. So much food. There's so much waste here. Yeah, we just leave trash out on this fucking street. It and could in be the a subway. whole fucking. The borrowers are all down there. Like, yeah, it's. I, I believe that. I legitimately for sure. believe that. It's a fucking. It's a cavernous underground. Yeah, and like same with alligators. There's no reason why an alligator couldn't survive in yeah. the sewer. It does not get cold enough for them to die. No, it's hot all year round. There's food everywhere. They rats. Got rats. They've got an entire city of rats down there.
1: So much water probably. Stim- They've got more yeah. people to eat. they got
0: more people to eat. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it all. Believe it all. So Prove us wrong, science guy. Prove us guy. wrong. Prove us wrong. Yeah, exactly. Brett Keating. Calling science you out, Guy. Brett. We're calling you out. Give us another... What did you learn from Colorado? Last lesson observation I learned from Colorado uh, was a tough one. Um, it was a tough one. I learned that I just... Well, I'll just tell you a story, I guess. Yeah, tell we it. We go camping... Uh, I'm not a huge camping guy and then I haven't done it that often. I was going to ask you that, actually. Yeah, Seems I, like you did a decent amount this summer. I did. Well, I did it once. Um, I Seems like, like a decent camping. Amount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's true. I like camping. Um, I would even say I really like camping. It's not something... I, I don't really feel like driving. I don't like enough that I'm going to drive how many hours out of the city, which I imagine isn't very much to have to go camping. Yeah, but it's driving. But it's fun. Um, and, like, Colorado is... When you can just drive not very far and you're in a fucking beautiful place, I don't really like camping on campgrounds on that much. I don't like interacting with people I don't know that much. Like yeah. I want to have fun with my friends, but like I don't want to have to like people. answer to to like the the rules of some camp some campfire society that I'm walking into. Yeah, you know that's not for me. I put my pinky up. Well, you're in the wild. Man, Do you want to live wild. by the rules of yeah. the wild. Yeah, if I wanted to like follow rules, I'd stay here. <laughs> right. If I want to, you know. Have to eat people to survive? I'll go camping. Yeah. Yeah, I'll steal the other campsites. Totally camp- agree. You're I'll not, steal the other campsites. You're, not, you're not
1: going to sleep in a tent to adhere yeah. to yeah. more rules. Yeah. I if, follow.
0: If there's a campsite rule of like you have to put your food in a tree to keep it from bears, you should also have things you have to do to keep it from me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, that's the <laughs> way... <laughs> um, so, so, so I go camping in Colorado and it's gorgeous. It is a gorgeous scene. I mean, like there's a rule out there that you have to be... There was a fire ban in our... Uh, county but there wasn't one in the county we were in got so it you have a fire you're supposed to be 15 feet or 50 200 feet a certain number so of feet not, from with the numbers f- from a water got it from a water yeah from a water. that we were not following like, we were right on the water's edge of this beautiful lake it was awesome we were, we were breaking the rules but we we're gonna be responsible about it we're breaking, the law, but we're breaking the law exactly we got beers we got tents and i'm in a real go get them mm-hmm. mood um, which happens so, sometimes. Yeah, I I know, I like I know to, the look in your eye. Every once in a while I like to get after it. And when I get out I, I there's no stopping me. Yeah. And it happens sometimes when I'm debating buying a plane ticket to England to ruin the royal wedding. And it sometimes happens when I'm going camping, I'm ready to slap the bag, have a little bit of fun. As I say it often happens when you're drinking. Yes. Yes. Not in a dangerous Fortunately way. fortunately I was not drinking when I was deciding the plane tickets or I'd still be in England. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely true. Um, Basically, someone presents to me. There's this been this term that's been thrown around during my time in in uh, Rado. In Rado, and it is uh, a dab. Now, I'm a big fan of dabbing. Nick, show the audience. When I'm <laughs> Very nice. Thanks. Great form. He's classically trained. I've been I've been working on it for so long. The dabs are not only the best dance move to come of the last 18 months way longer than 18 months. Has it been longer? Maybe. I think it must... It's It's been way longer. Yeah. Dabbing, I mean... We'll, hey, tune in next week for the history of the dab. The history of the dab. Another thing that a dab is is a dab is a very, very concentrated, basically hardened weed jelly. Like hardened weed wax. Yum. Um, that when you smoke it, you use a blowtorch. You have to get it to an extremely high heat to melt it. It's so much work. And so it is a lot of work. Like when this first was happening, someone came into my apartment and turn on a blowtorch in my apartment. And you're like, well, and get this out of here. Head. And I was like, it looks like you're smoking crack. And yeah. you basically are. Yeah. It's every hit is some f- you know, factor of two or three greater than a bong hit. Wow. So like it's not, you're not messing around. I knew all of this after I smoked the dab. Naturally. Spoiler alert, I smoked the dab. We have not gotten any further than finishing Hi, s- mom. setting up this tent. Um I I literally put a tent in the ground, I straighten up. Someone comes up to me and says, do you want to hit this dab? I said, sure, show me how. They basically instruct me to to su- do some manner of sucking. Hit the dab. Hit the dab. And there you can see there's this little rock in the middle, which is the dab. And I misunderstand what you're supposed to do. So what I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to kind of go around it right, a little bit. Because you're, you're, I think you're trying to get the residue that's melted. Mm-hmm. What I do is... So it I, lasts. I go around, around it. I take a big hit. And then I suck up the rock. And... Did you, did you swallow it? I, yes. I mean, the thing was up and it was... And it was gone. It was like in Get Smart, where, which I saw recently, where Steve Carell... <laughs> Steve, you might know this is a, it's a great movie. <laughs> which, you which know, everyone, everyone knows Get Smart. Neatly, readily, <laughs> readily referenced. Like well, in Get Smart. Is, uh, Steve Carell is the spy and he's 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 got the Tranquilizer dart and he says I wonder to, what happens I have to put a little more on this one and he... inhale <laughs> sucks, inhaled, it sucks into the Tranquilizer it. that's exactly what I did with the dab and I went into an intense coughing spurt 30 seconds of like coughing so hard I thought I was going to like not throw up kind of thing like. not yeah like not you smoke weed in your coughing cuz I've smoked weed right, uh, I know oh yeah. Uh, yeah I know what weed looks like I know what weed smells like and I know you what better it better feels stand like Believe, I know what it feels like. Um, Some very intense coughing spurt. Where I was the fact of like, I need to breathe. Right. Oh, that's scary. I need to breathe. It's like, I'm coughing so hard. I'm choking. And I came out of that. Like, I stopped coughing. And I was basically on my ass. Also, like, a little asphyxiated from all that. Like, that gets you going. Yeah. I was like 30 seconds of coughing. High as a fucking kite. I mean, I was immediately like, I need to sit down. I'm on the ground. They bring me to a cooler by the fire. And I, my first thought is like, you motherfucker, you, like, you, have, you have ruined this night. And like, was that true? Yes. Oh, I mean, I was just, I immediately, I was so high and I was, I just, my, I was so angry at myself for being in this dream-like, well then literally dream-like, <laughs> but dreamlike camping scenario where it's like, we're by a lake, I'm with these awesome people. I'm looking forward to this really fun night of like sitting around a campfire, making hot dogs, doing the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I've just fucking ruined it. And I am so much higher. I mean, I, Nick knows and some of our listeners know. I, you we get have, pretty high. I get, I've gotten very high in the past. Yeah. And a lot of that is because of people lying to me about how many drugs I'm taking or they put more drugs than I thought they were putting in certain circumstances.
1: The way to say that is because people drugged you.
0: Yes. In some circles, you would consider it because I've been drugged several times. As one of the people who've done it, yeah. <laughs> it, yes, it's drugging you. I was so much higher than that. And it was like my first thought was I fucked up, and my second thought was I am so high. There's no way I'm ever not going to be this high, which is very cliche, but I believed it. Yeah, like with all your of like I cannot remember what it's like to not be this way. Um, (laughs) I was very and I got very paranoid. I immediately was I'm diabetic, and I so I have to be very careful when I drink or get otherwise fucked up because things can go awry. (laughs) Things can yes, things can go awry. And so my first thought was like I'm gonna. No one knows how to handle that, but me, and I'm high as shit. I'm going to die. My next thought was I'm right by the lake. If I stand up and fall in, I'm dead.
1: Oh, that feeling when you're a little too high and you think you're going to fall is a terrible
0: feeling. Oh, yeah. I couldn't stand at all. I was yeah, on this yeah. cooler by this, basically sitting in a campfire and I was just unresponsive for six hours. And I was going on this roller coaster. I'd come out of it and I'd think like, okay, I can focus again. Focus on something like hold on to this, hold on to this and cure your highness. And I'd like stare at my shoes and then my shoes would start spinning and I'd be like, fuck, fuck, fucking, it's got me back again. I'd go right back. And it was just that for six hours. I couldn't speak at all. I mean, I, I remember the people who gave me the dab were leaving. And I remember just thinking like, get them to take the, you with them, get them to take you to the hospital, say something. And I was like, oh, I just couldn't speak at all. I was just fucking entrenched in this, <laughs> in this cooler, in the state of being high. And at some point we're like four hours mm. in and the guy who gives me this dab, who is this really funny guy who it, like, does dabs before practice. Oh, my like, God. Like, he's no, is no stranger to weed. is like, really high, and he's a little high, and he just goes, like, bro, you just got to fight it, man. Just, like, fucking be a mental warrior. You got to fucking make your mind a warrior, guy, and just fight your way out. And I was like, my mind's my mind's a warrior. I can't fight out of this. And <laughs> It's, like, the worst thing to tell someone who's high. Right, and I was just convinced. They were like, sleep it off, sleep it off. And I was so scared I was going to die if I went to sleep. I was like, I need to not be this high when I go to bed, Right. and I don't care if I don't sleep ever again. But I'm staying awake. So you until stayed this awake. Way. So I stayed awake. I waited it out. So everyone go to bed, and you were just awake alone. Super no, stoked? no. I went to bed with with the last group of guys, but Got it, it. it was at that point I was still very high. But I was like, I could walk. Yeah, and I could speak, and food didn't taste like ash anymore. I mean, I sat cradling a jug of water and a hot dog for three hours, just looking at it, just oh like my in a fetal God. position, sitting up.
1: I think in that situation, the only thing you can do is is, you know, when you're when you're
0: Uh, What's it called when you're driving the car and you skid out? Yeah. When you're hydroplaning. Steer into it. Steer into it. So that was brought up. I remember that a few things were said that I remember throughout it early on, and one of them was, one of them was he he swallowed the whole thing. He swallowed. Oh my god, he swallowed the whole thing. And I heard that, and I was like, fuck, I swallowed that thing, and now it's wedged in my throat, and every breath I'm taking is I'm getting getting higher. higher. I'm getting higher. I'm actually getting higher. I'll never. Then that's why I'll be high forever. It's because I have this piece of crack weed crack stuck in my throat. That's real weed logic right there. It, yeah, it was yeah. high paranoia at its finest. Yeah. Um, and the next one was, well, we should give him a hit of this to mellow him out. And the thought, and then one of them said, or it could make it worse. And my mind was like, someone please speak up and I can't speak up. So yeah. someone please someone speak please up and say tell them no. no. <laughs> like, I, I'm so scared of being worse than this. I felt
1: the way in the couch the other day when you, when you were over here yeah. talking to some people and I was just like, I would I would exclaim something and then go back into my shell and be like, was the stupidest thing anyone's ever <laughs> said I'd like make a joke and no one would laugh because I'm sure no one knew it was a joke <laughs> and I'd be in my head being like oh my it's god it's so funny how it works you fucking idiot it's so
0: funny I spent so long trying to get this one thought out which is I have a, I have, my tolerance for weed is okay it's not great but it's also been skewed by the fact that I've been drugged a lot so I've very often been high so I'm always high the next day and I've like woken up in the middle of like dance dress rehearsals that I don't remember going to high as a fucking kite yeah. the next day that's a whole other story, whole other story. <laughs> um, but my big fear was it was my first shift at this saturday bar like bartending and so i worked up all of my courage to say like two sentences in three hours the first one was i'm so scared the second one was and they were like why are you scared like to them it's like it's a beautiful night it's like I the a blast. The campfire, <laughs> yeah. get a bunch of hot dogs in. i'm sitting there like they're fucking coming for me <laughs> Um, and the next sentence was you have to make sure I don't miss my shift tomorrow they're like what time's your shift I'm like 4.30 <laughs> they're like you're not gonna miss your fucking shift at 4.30 like insane things to them that I was so 4 fucking 4 petrified 30 PM. over 4.30pm yeah, 4.30pm I was convinced <laughs> I was gonna miss it I was convinced that I was gonna miss it and lose my job and it was like one why would that have mattered but like let's say I was high and I lost my job it's like
1: yeah, whatever. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, second of all, what an absurd thing to think of! Like, <laughs> I mean, and I was working with my boss. It was 4:30. just, yeah, it was just a fucking nightmare. Um, <laughs> so you learned. And and then the next thing I found out later was it was like that was a dab for it was meant for the whole campsite. Yeah. And I just hit the whole thing. Oh, oh my like, god. Um,
1: that's brutal. It's So funny. Okay, so
0: so my so, well, lesson I learned was just I shouldn't smoke drugs yeah not for me I'm gonna keep doing it not for, I'm, I think I'm cool yeah you keep doing it yeah it's not for me that is so fucking funny I inherited I inherited I just inherited all the bad shit from you you're welcome you you get to not shit your pants and <laughs> smoke true. drugs and I get to get high as a kite and think I'm gonna die and meanwhile I'm shitting my pants Yeah, it's shocking I didn't shit my pants during that
1: you're way. really my tank
0: you really take it all for yeah. me really shocking That's my that said I'm very again, frail so. so yeah I mean I'll always be there for so, you thank you I'll always be there for you Oh, we're getting into a new section. New Very section. Very exciting. We're bringing out, um, we've had this about news, we're trying to work in a little more lifestyle stuff, so we're bringing in a little bit of the romance in the pod, we're going to talk to you guys about romance from here. Romance. We're going we're gonna to have a couple sections, we're going to have a romance guy hopefully at some point come in, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, and we've talked a lot about how dateable we are. Yeah. And so I don't think there's anything more proper to do than to start building, kind of giving you a sense of who we are. Um and just dating wise. So we're yeah. gonna build our dating profiles for you today. Keegan, will you go first just because You have a girlfriend? I,
1: I do have a girlfriend. I'm still going to build my profile but I wanna I hear so. where you go with it. I hope so. I wanna go for my, my, I thought my old profile was it Was very good. Was just like a sniper. It was very good. Yeah.
0: For the record, I actually had been off of, um, for those in the New York, this is for sure more common in New York, the, the dating app scene. I'd gone cold turkey on it a while ago. Yeah, for the best. Probably a year or so, oh, oh longer than a year ago. I just gone completely cold turkey on it, um, which just didn't. I'm just not very good at it. I think it's probably the best way to describe it. that's
1: way too. That's like a huge oversimplification. It's not you're not yeah, good at
0: it, right? It's just like it's just not for me. I yeah. just don't think I think there there are things that are that I enjoy more. So I gone, that's cold, a better way to put gone it. for cold turkey. Um, I always end up with girlfriends, which are they've all been great. Yeah, <laughs> and that's say. usually the, the yeah, goal. Yeah, I guess it is always the goal. Yeah. Um, so you are good but at it's, it. It's in yeah. that respect. So be it. You're right. You're totally right. So, that being said, our future romance guy, I got back to New York. I've lived in a small town for the summer. Of course, I'm ready to romance. And what does he do? He introduces me to Hinge, which is actually the first dating app I was on years ago. And um, the Hinge
1: deal is you can only match with people you have
0: mutual friends with, right? That used to be the friend. Yeah. That,
1: used to, that was what they were built off of originally. And now it's just anyone. Anyone. Oh, it's anyone. Oh, I didn't
0: even realize, now they, I didn't now realize they opened it now up. Now it's supposed to be like more of a... Uh, more of a less of a like a swipe game and more of like you have things to talk they, i don't you know your build profile, connections. you build a more connection yeah you build a connection that's it. what it's about yeah it's a new look i so i basically had this down onto my phone and it was like not to make light of substance abuse but it was as if i'd been on the wagon for a year you fell off and fell off hard. super hard fell off hard um and i've just been in just Fucking neck deep in this dating app world, and Again. I'm over here trying to figure out how we're gonna fucking
1: have an intervention. Yeah, and it's no, not it's, gonna happen. No, it's
0: not good. I mean, I'll say it right up front. Like it, I went right. There was no. There's just no better analogy than being like, "Yeah, I'll just have one one drink. Yeah, I'll just swipe for a couple minutes. Yeah, just one drink. So I'll swipe. I'll swipe a couple and times. You're in a, and here you're and you're already in. A room. Uh, here right. I am. We're yeah. We're we're 82 matches in. In it's, it's pretty good. Humble brag. Yeah, I mean, very 82 dateable. matches. <laughs> in. Very very dateable. So what
1: about your profile? Is doing it? Um, because that's, that's an inspiring move. 82 matches in a week yeah, is I pretty good. I
0: think it's that, I'll be honest, I think it's that it says my height and I don't have to mention it in a douchey way. Fair. I think that's, I mean, we'll just call, we'll call a, a wrinkle, or wrinkle. We'll call a wrinkle. We'll call a wrinkle a wrinkle.
1: We'll call a wrinkle a wrinkle. We'll look at us better in ourselves. Hashtag these whoops. Are, yeah. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> whoops. Um, hashtag whoops. <laughs> Racialized language.
0: Yes, so what we're, what we're doing is, well, the funny thing about the hinge is that you have these these little, like, questions. Yeah. Um... And you have to answer the questions. It's, you get some pretty funny answers sometimes. Yeah. You know. I guess it's like...
1: The question is the crux of the dating app. Yes. Like, I thought a good profile always has like a picture you could ask a question about. Right. Something in the bio that is a question. And then maybe even someone asks you a good question. You're like, yeah. okay, that's the entire... I mean, right. that's just how human right. conversation starts, right. but...
0: So yeah exactly so the nice thing about this is you got photos that you can comment on you got you got you know questions right. that you can comment on you know I basically work for Hinge this is fucking free advertising you're welcome you're This episode is brought to you by Hinge This episode is brought to you by Hinge um, so and we'll we're collect do the residual is, check we, later. Yeah, we will. We will. We'll take, we'll take a little bit of interest, too. Hit me with... So what we're going to do is we're going to go through some questions that Hinge asks. We're going to go through the answers we get on the app, and we'll maybe give our answer. Love it. Well, wow, that sounds great. That sounds really nice. That Whoa. That sounds great. <laughs> Whoa. That sounds like a great... But it's almost like we planned this out. This is like we a little change of pace for you guys. This though. is all improv. Yeah. This is all improv. Uh, first one. The highlight of my day is usually... Marie answers... A good cup of coffee. Leaving work is mine. Yeah. I would say... Not wanting to murder someone on the subway. It's if pretty good. If I can make it through the subway without wanting to kill someone, oh, it's a good day. It's a good
1: day. Having a good cup of coffee, what do you rank that answer? Good or bad?
0: I mean, it's, I, I would say that's bad. That's bad. That's way bad, too generic. That's a way, that's a bad Shh. answer. Everyone, I'm sorry, Marie. Yeah. yeah. Very smart. Very nice. You have a very nice smile. Um, Next but, question. Yeah. It just is like, that's, that's like, is my day not going to be shitty? How do I know? Right. Well, it hasn't been shitty yet if I don't have a shitty cup of coffee that was a no swipe left swipe left next we've got Emily what are some questions here we've got rank these three shows okay I hate this one I hate rank these three shows shows. I hate rank these three shows I also realize
1: just how much like as a crutch talking TV is the biggest crutch
0: it is when you have nothing
1: else to say someone's like so are you watching this HBO show and it's like fuck no I'm not watching that
0: HBO show right now yeah yeah um, so we'll do this. I know the best spot in town for... Ooh. 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 What well, I know the best spot in... She says 24-7 Fusion Raps.
1: What the fuck does I that mean? I don't know mean? what that means at all. 24-7
0: that's Fusion Raps. That's wraps. a very good answer because it makes her, and she probably is, but it already gives her an advantage. Yeah. She already knows something. She's already smarter than me. Right. She knows, right. A rap. She what? knows, way, she knows what a wrap is. She knows a Fusion wrap is.
1: Fusion wrap. I don't know yeah. what that is. What's your, what's your best spot in town? I know the
0: best spot in town for... What do I know the best spot in town? Probably. Uh, I mean... I know the best spot in town for...
1: Really cheap bananas. The guy outside my office. Very cheap bananas. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I know the best spot in town for uh, bodega sandwiches.
1: I was thinking that too. It's yeah. a great one. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was would... gonna say just sandwiches when Cafe Forte was around, but it's bodega sandwiches. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I would also say the best spot to overpay for a cheeseburger, which would be Franklin Park. Franklin Brown Park. Hats. We love you, Franklin Park. But, very expensive, but very expensive for not a lot of burger. True. Um, Emily, swipe and right. Swipe and right. She deserves we'll, it. We'll match with Emily, and she likes me. Wow. Keegan, it feels good to be liked. Make that eighty-three. 84. High five. <laughs> High five. Emily, if you're listening, I'm, all that stuff about pooping on the floor I was totally kidding. She, she might listen one time. Was totally kidding. Uh, let's see you should not this is Lauren this one is I love this one I love the ones that say you should not go out with me if, if you don't like dogs every every single person. person every fucking person
1: that's frustrating to me too
0: that, yeah, what you a cop do, out! You, you, do get you a lot had of,
1: you had five yeah. you had like five to eight options of something to say about yourself right, there, whether right. through a picture or words, and that you like dogs right. is one. Yeah, something yeah, you yeah. Said. I mean the
0: thing that, anything that has a dog in it, you kind of you look at because it, some of these are like, what makes you happy? Dog, dog. It's like yeah, I had to fill out this fucking questionnaire too. I wasn't happy about it. Right. You know, but I did. Right. I put, I put some time and effort I put some into time it. And, everyone likes what dogs. What makes you happy? Tacos and tequila. It's like tacos. I like tacos too. Where to find me at the party with the dog? It's like yeah, I get it. I get it. It's true with everyone though. Right. No one goes to partying and is like, oh, there's a fucking, the fucking dog, dog. Here. I don't even want to see it. I don't even see. You're allergic to dogs. So you, might, yeah. you might die. I still go for the dog. You go the for dog. the dog every time because Absolutely. you're like, oh. You saw me in the park the other day. I was having connection. a moment with the dog. Yeah, yeah you did. But and I'm not here sure broadcasting, up broadcasting up it. I wouldn't shut, wouldn't shut up about the dog. You, show, you were like, you know, I was like, marry that dog, dude. You want to yeah, fucking Yeah, you, you like about it so, so much, why don't you fucking have sex with Zafar, the dolphin? Yeah. you have to have sex with the dog. when it's sex with Safar There's a dolphin in sex. It needs sexing Yeah. And in Paris, in Last France. time, many of us complain <laughs> about being horny. Think about it so far. Um, so you should not. So, Lauren, that's a weak answer. Yeah. And I will. I mean, to be fair, if you don't like dogs, if you don't like digs, digs, you do kind of suck. Yeah. You do kind of suck. I. I but it, totally shouldn't agree your, with that. it shouldn't be your. It shouldn't be your banner. That is not a should characteristic. Not be, it's that not, is not it's a not defining a feature. Yeah. I saw and I saw someone who put like uh, something I learned recently. Is another one of these questions? Yeah, and it basically was that guys think liking the office is a character is like a character trait. It's just like, and it's like yes, but I also see yeah, but like it's like everyone likes humor. Right. You might as, as well say you show. enjoy. You know that was a very valid point from her. I'll say. Yeah. But I've seen that on all sides. It's all. It's all that. Yeah. It's, what should I do? Where Where you'll find me tonight after
1: work? At home watching The Office. Watching it. I know every Office quote.
0: Yeah. I don't care. I don't care.
1: I like The Office too. I don't care as much as. The I also next guy. I saw
0: one person who was like, I love The Office parentheses, one through seven only. Seasons one through seven. I was like, Yish. Is that a thing you do at The Office? Is that when Michael leaves? People, yeah. Every, and I'm a big disagree with that. I think it's great all the way through. It's great all the way through. But I, but I just hate, I was like, oh great. Yeah, because right. that was going to be the difference for me. Right. It was going to be like, oh, you like all The Office? That's it.
1: If you say, you should not date me, here's my, if you don't like The Simpsons. Okay. Seasons
0: one through eleven only. There you go. <laughs> you should not go out with me if you're not cool with me joking about throwing myself off the roof. Because it's I've a- tried to stop and I can't. Yeah, fair. I have uh, a lot of bits like that where it's like, man, I'd love if I didn't do this, but it's my first
1: reaction. Every it's time. really great getting to know people, and yeah. I the
0: first, and they're like, "What are you?" That guy is he fucked. He is up. dark. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll do one more. One more. One more. I like doing this.
1: I don't know how. I hope that our listeners do too. I could do this all night. I could do this. This is great. We should do this is every great. week. Yeah. We should do this
0: every week. Oh, there's there's some good ones. Let's say typical Sunday. <laughs> typical Sunday.
1: Oh man. Well, what's what's her answer? Ainsley. Um, I love that name. Ainsley is such a good like good names. Yeah. Like like conservative commentator name. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. 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 It's
0: either like you you either were like kind of grew up. Is she blonde? You not blonde. You I either kind of grew up in like a farm in Maine. Yeah. You know, like, and you didn't really like you went to town for groceries. That was it. Right. Or like. You're, you're in like the Fox News affiliate. Right, your you're college. a Washington DC bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Typical Sunday for Ainsley is wake up early and drink my coffee in silence, go to a boxing class, binge on Netflix, cook a nice meal, go to bed super early. <laughs>
1: this girl is Hashtag lonely. That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry I hate to say that but that is like the epitome of yes, being alone yeah, you can tell wake up and drink my coffee in silence don't speak to me <laughs> yeah don't speak to me because I've dated people where we drink our coffee in silence I'm fine with that but you probably no it wasn't, it wasn't that it wasn't that much fun <laughs> yeah I guess it's probably not, not that fun uh, so that's a fine answer I mean you were it seems honest it seems honest it seems, it's kind of sad, it sad it is kind of sad it is kind of sad what your you do for tip fun, girl
1: Sunday? my typical Sunday is like roll out of bed at one p like Wake up yeah. at 10, get out of bed at 1 p.m., roll out, see all my guys here already awake doing something, feel some shame, go back to my room for a little while, take a shower, feel hungover, go buy breakfast that's too expensive. That's probably, that's probably where it ends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's a good one. Yeah. Mine is, I guess for the fall. Ooh, Maybe see a movie. We're entering some dark Sundays with the fall coming up. Yeah. Sunday, this, is not a good, this is not a question I would choose. Um, this is not a question. That I would choose if coming the fall. Yeah. I would say wake up whenever my body wakes up. Yeah. But it doesn't want to wake but up. But it doesn't want to wake but up. Of course but it do. has to. Yeah. Because my biological clock, a.k.a. Bears football, is coming up. Hell yeah. Wake up around and probably get out of bed around 11. Maybe I get breakfast at Babel Pub. Maybe I don't. The leather helmet goes on the head. The jersey goes on no later than kickoff. I wait one half. I order an absurd amount of Domino's pizza because it's cheap and it's what I, I don't want to think about flavors. I want to stick with what I know. I've got enough to worry about with the game. Pineapple we, usually. You, some pine, I put some pineapple on my Domino's pizza and anyone who has a problem with that shouldn't date you. Shouldn't date me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watch the football game. I eat the entire Domino's order regardless of how hungry I am. You scream a lot. I scream a lot. I, I Part of me dies. You're sad. And then it's nice. Yeah. And then usually be like, and I, yeah. go to bed
1: or watch some TV. Yeah, and I do not shower.
0: I'm That's not it. A, I'm not we a all day. talk all day. We talk all day. There's not silence.
1: Her her life is silence. Her, all day. There's a
0: lot of quiet in there. There's a lot of
1: quiet. But she's got a she's got a
0: name that I like. Grandma's name. You could see
1: me. You could see me Enjoy. shimmying. I'm shimmying. And that is a
0: kind of a grandma name. I like it. But a cool grandma yeah, name. Yeah, like a, like a hot grandma name. Um, she stays. She stays. All right. Well, I think we have to move on from this. I think so too. Um, and we're moving on to something that I have been. I've been waiting for, for the past three weeks. Yeah. We, as you mentioned, we have some guys coming in. We've got our science guy. We've got a romance guy coming in. We've got a, we've got a phone call guy. um, And we're very lucky to have him. Uh, I also, we can also refer to him as Agent, Agent Red, Red Agent. Um, a, A young fellow who had a question for us. And we're glad to have him. We're bringing him in with his voicemail. Yep. Let's listen up to what he has to say.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I've got a scenario for you guys. Um, back in high school, there we was killing a football team. He was, uh, he was a pretty averaging guy. But I uh, started fucking up with this one cheerleader, and uh, basically when he was about to blow his world, he started
0: to coming stum- last. And soon became a high school sensation, and then every girl, hot or not, wanted to fuck the shit out of him. All uh,
1: right, so scenario would be, would you sit on your own thumb? knowing that every hot girl in school would
0: want to fuck you. But then again, you're also that guy who sticks his thumb up his own ass. Uh, let me know what you think. See ya.
1: I have a lot to say. First of me all, too. thank you for calling in. God. Your voice is perfect. It's for radio. It's I, not for radio. I love how you just immediately get into what you're talking about. Hey
0: guys, it. what's up? Here's this thing that happened yeah. in high school. No, no, unprompted. Yeah, unprompted. I thought I was missing a call from this guy. Yeah. Like I thought it was an emergency. He called me at work. And then I was like, "Oh, he, he could, was just leaving a voicemail for the pot."
1: I could talk of the composition. I could speak about the composition of that voicemail for hours. Mm. There's
0: a few things I love about that. Yeah, you, one describing him becoming a high school sent like the words "high school sensation," something that's reserved only for like high school athletes. Yeah, as the guy with the thumbless
1: ass. High schoolers with sexual rumors started about that. Yeah, because love it. My high school sensations were all became a high remembered. school sensation. Yep. Love
0: the wording there. I loved the, the qualifier of all girls hot or not. Um, yeah, thank that's you. a very high school... Um, all the, even, the, even the not hot girls wanted to have sex with them. Yeah, it, this great. question
1: came straight from high school, and I love that you're it still did. thinking about it. It did.
0: And it's a great question. Nick, what do you have to say about this? The answer is... Obviously, obviously, you're it's 2018, motherfucker, like, bro. Like, get out of college. Yeah, ass anal Ugh. play is like is is the
1: new in. It's the new in. I can imagine kids in high school right now. Everyone's talking about eating ass and fingering their assholes yeah. and stuff like that. Dude. And honestly, I wish I lived in that time. Everyone's like, "Oh, I wouldn't want to grow up in the social media age." Mm-hmm. Fuck that, Preach. liberated sexuality age yeah. is, is the high school I wish I grew up in. Imagine Boom. if I know him an yeah, anal think play about back that, then.
0: Madame Bovary. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Agent, Agent, what do you think? Agent Orange. uh... I, Ooh, there's Agent Red, Agent, oh, yeah, Red. Agent Orange won't fly. <laughs> Hashtag whoops. <laughs> Hashtag whoops. Agent Red. All I gotta say is when you leave oh, college, he's in college, yeah, he's in college still, so that puts a little uh, puts a little spin on this. Okay, I'm sorry I spoke so condescending. No, it's you, he needs it. He needs it. Yeah, if he's gonna grow in, in the person that we know he can be. He needs to get this now. We'll just put it like this. Uh, it be there's no real way to dart around this other than it just be. You have a lot. It becomes harder to have sex when you graduate from college. Yeah. And uh, it gets to the point. There's less to look forward to. There's in less life. to look forward to in life. Uh, things get a little bleak. So one, variety is the spice of life. Spice is the, the spice of food. food. Uh, and also, you know, putting your thumb up your ass is not that big of an ask if it means you're going to have sex. Like, you get to the point where you're kind of like, well, if this is what I got to do. This is what I got to do. You're going to like it. You're going to like Yeah. I mean, it's just like enough people have done it and said they've, they've liked it. You're going to do it. So yes, the answer is unequivocally yes. Yeah. All the hot girls want to sleep with you. Yeah, for sure. You, if you told me right now, yes, I would do it right now. I would, yeah. I would excuse myself from the pot. I would go in the bathroom. I would stick my thumb up my ass. I would do it with enthusiasm. I'll also say um, uh, something that scares me about parenting is putting things up my kid's ass, like pills. You know, like the pills that go up your kids—that's something yeah, I think about a lot. Uh, yeah, if I, you know, I've never really thought about no, that. No, I think about that a lot, and and it also comes into play of there's no way I'm I'm gonna put something up my kids' ass if I can't put a thumb up my own ass. Hell yeah, you gotta be able not, to do it. I'm not putting a thumb up my kids' ass before I do it to myself. Yeah, you know, and that's just me being a selfless father.
1: That I mean, that's a that's a very good just words to live by. Yeah, exactly. Like, so yeah, yeah. If I'm gonna put something in my kids' ass. That's it's the going, golden rule. It's going do in my to others. First. What you would exactly. want
0: it done to you. Exactly. Nothing is going in my kids' ass until it goes into my ass. Yeah. That's 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 how I will raise my child. That's my son. That's, that's got to be the sign. Safar the, the horny dolphin. <laughs> this is
1: my son, Zafar the horny dolphin. I never stick anything up his ass but I have not stuck in my ass first. <laughs> We've had it all in this episode. And it's we great really to did. be back. It's good to be back.
0: This has a different feel It does. I kind of like, like it. No, no, I'm not. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it. So I I mean, hate we it. hope you felt it too. It's, and you know what? And the changes are coming around the bend but also, you know, sometimes you just got to play the hits and when you hear a hit coming, you hear a hit coming, it's... Room time. We used to be musicians. <sighs> Smells like trash, and that yeah, we used to be. It wasn't that long ago we played a live show together. Yeah, we used to harmonize. We used to harmonize. We didn't for that show often enough. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't stretch ourselves enough. But we'll get back there. We will. We've done 31 episodes. Our harmonies have gotten worse. Uh, every setback is set up for a comeback. This was episode 31 of Here's a Podcast, you happy now. We're psyched to be here. It's awesome to be in the same room together. We want this thing to go to the top. We've had a blast. We love you guys for listening. Thank you to our listeners in Steamboat. Thank you to our listeners in team York. Thank you to our listeners we've never met before. There may be one of you out there. We'll never know. We'll find you. We'll find you. And we've got some more exciting news next week. Tune back in. This has been Here's a Podcast, very happy now. Thank you, Nick. Are you happy now? Keegan, I'm not. Are you happy now? I thought I might have. I was not. I'm not even close. Thanks for having me again. Hey, see you next week. Bye-bye.